What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Wait. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest. Wait a minute. It's the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Shout out to the Coach Gang. New, 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 new. Hey, if we ever get disconnected, I'll hop right back on. And All that's right. you. Anyway, man. Today's show, we got a lot to cover, but we're going to end with the main event for the people who come in late or you might be watching this on replay. The main event is going to be at the end of the show. That's the IG model threatens threatens to reveal that LeBron James is trying to get that money. I don't know. And so everybody wants to know what's going on in the timestamps. I do cover different stories before we get to that. Uh, so that's going to be at the end of the show. So if you want to fast forward, go ahead and do so. But I really format this for the live viewers entertainment over here. Shout out to everybody. Appreciate y'all for coming in. I know people. And, and the reason why is because the peak audience is somewhere near the middle towards the end. All right. When people get their notifications, they get off work. They clock out, clock out. And then they head over to the computer or their phone to come see the coach. So I appreciate you, man. Uh, since we got a lot to cover, we're not going to waste no time. We're going to get in here for the earlier contributors or for the people who want to contribute earlier to this show. Dollar sign CGA live right there at the bottom right hand portion of your screen. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. All right. On Vimo, Vimo is going to be coachgregadams.tv. If you are on Vimo and you pay your child support through Vimo and you pay everybody back, whoever you went to lunch with, all the women that get together and go to lunch and they all broke and they want to dine and dash. And they say, oh, man, we ordered four bowls of right jasmine rice and two chicken breasts. And then we dice it all up, mixed it all together. You order glasses of water, extra sugar, and cut up lemons so you can make lemonade at the table. And then y'all want to run out of the building for $20 tag. All right. <laughs> if you're one of those people, you know how, you know who you are. All right. I just washed my beard so it's a little straggly. Uh, anyway. And I got my good beard oil in there. All right. Shout out to you guys, man. Hey, um, um, uh, so Venmo, I know you guys have Venmo, you ladies. I know ladies, you have Venmo. That's how you pay everybody $5 split on Jasmine rice and two chicken breasts and extra homemade ghetto lemonade. Mm -hmm. And you hop in your Nissan Altima afterwards. You know, I ain't lying. You know, I ain't lying. All right. With the muffler dragging down in the back. All right. And you claiming to be strong and independent, trying to finesse men out of a hundred dollars. All right. Talking about I finesse dudes out of money. You'd be like that. I finesse dudes out of money. Wait, where is it? Got to get my bag. I be finessing dudes out of money in the back of your tail light got red tape on it so you don't get pulled over by the police. Mm. All right. So anyway, <laughs> you left them keys, didn't you? And so today, man, we got some great stories and also on PayPal. But PayPal, boy, they they are they are really pissing me the hell off. All right. they I mean, it ain't that serious, but damn PayPal for real, Sean. All right. But if you do have the PayPal, we will get that in order in short order. And uh, by the next month, they might be Ixnay on the PayPal A. All right. They ain't, they ain't covering their bases that well. And their customer service is abysmal. It's despicable, as we say. But you can donate. The link is at the top of the live chat if you want to hit me up on PayPal. It's for you, brothers. It's for you more than for me. But anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building. We don't want to get that belly deli going. We don't want to get that belly deli going. If we get that belly deli going, if we don't have at least 50% likes. I mean, gosh darn. I mean, hit the like button, if you will, so we can get more people in here to watch the straggle struggle continue. And by the way, this recession is real. The U.S. recovery is absolutely over. By the way, the ship is sinking at some particular point. We will come out of this. I just want to let you know and remind you that the previous recession, there was one in 2020, the slight one. OK, but it was just as a result of you 
Ham and Egger staying at home, hiding from the, the, the invisible virus. But um, the other recession previous to this one, it took us 18 months, 18 months of a year and a half to come out of it. So um, that was the housing market crash and so forth and so on. So this is going to be some tough times for a lot of people. Uh, I, you're gonna have you're gonna have fat busted Pillsbury biscuit cans, Gordita selling peace leave like crazy. All right, and they're gonna and now you're gonna be like, well, I'll, I'll take you for a hundred bucks. Just come on over here. Do I look like I'm worth a hundred bucks? You do. What the hell? I told you what your price was, and the only reason I'm giving you that is so you can leave up out of here, and I can get the damn incense going to remove the stain from my room. All right, come on, man. Don't play me. Don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. <laughs> All right. Shout out to everybody. Hey, let's get the earlier contributors to the day show. All right. I'm going to head over to Venmo and see what's up. Shout out to El Jefe. He says, expose. He says, expose the baby. You know, I'm not a fan of LeBron James. So um, there will be some bias related to him. I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not really. You know what I mean? Uh, more of his. What do I like about LeBron? Maybe we'll talk about it. He says, expose the baby today. El Jefe says, thank you, El Caliente CGA, say hi to the shun, please. All right, shun. Yes, indeed. My shun was here kicking it with me. All right. Um, in the face of adversity, in the face of adversity, he was here kicking it with me. And uh, his mama's like, what is going on? All right. Anyway, we won't get all into that. We do have some people that was over here after the show. Almighty says OT Mac in the chat needed to hear that part. Oh, um, and I actually looked it up. He needed to hear that part where I was talking about surveillance of hip hop stars, the B.I.G. and all that stuff. You guys know how it goes. But he said he needed to hear that part. People need clarity and people don't do their research. So a lot of times I'm delivering the information. So he said he needed to hear that one. We'll call you sitting this one out says we good, Sean. He says, I think you've been missing my donation, Sean. I've been seeing them. I've been seeing them. Oh, I think uh, I, I did miss it. He's maybe I missed a whole bunch of them. Wait a minute. I'm just looking here. I missed a whole bunch of them. Wow. Okay. Okay, Sean. Okay, Sean. So I'll 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 do those. I'll do those uh a little bit later. How about that? All right. I will come back. All right. We'll come back to this. I see those that I missed those from the earlier show. So context may be missing, but we'll catch catch up with them. Uh, we're gonna call you A to the K to the four to the seven. He says the Fupa print makes me want to throw up. He's like, oh hell. You don't like that FUPA print? You know, I'm going to tell y'all a little secret about FUPAs in a minute. The nasty boys know what I'm going to talk about here. <laughs> you know, we've been down bad before. How about I try to catch up to these brothers who was uh, supporting? Shout out to Double uh, A, Tony in the building, first time supporter. And I remember I got him. Uh, David says, coach, we've been in the recession. I got him. So who did I skip? I, I, I got that brother right there. Jones G says the community has voted itself into slavery. Well, slavery never ended, but I see what you mean. The community continues uh, to vote itself into slavery. And the despicable thing about it is it is the family that causes about 90, the family or lack thereof that causes 90% plus of the problems. I mean, you can trace it right back to family and you can trace it back to the things that I've always talked about, these uh, despicable agendas that people hop on and it just further divides the family. I mean, the use of child support and family um, institutions. Right. Um, you you also have the 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 tendency of um people to early terminate pregnancy at a extremely high rate. We only make up we we as a people only make up 13 percent of the population, but the termination of pregnancies are like 50 percent. Obviously, there's a there's a eugenics 
um, push to actually delete uh, young babies. The most of the murders of young black men, the good black men of the world have been deleted right in the in the offices of Planned Parenthood. And I don't know why people continue to follow this. You, what, black on black homicide. I mean, we make up 13 percent of the the population in the United States, but 50 percent of the murders. I mean, just I mean, that can all be traced back to family. I mean, come on, you can you can actually fix your own wheelhouse. It's fixable on your own. All right. But instead, we keep running to the government. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right. And then, you know, if you ever wanted to know your place, I think people believe that you have a greater importance in this country and you don't. You're you're losing you're losing ground population wise to Latinos and Asians are nipping at the heel. And I didn't mean nipping. No pun intended. Mm. You know. <laughs> I actually didn't mean that. Just so y'all know. I mean, it, it it goes together. It goes together like peanut butter and jelly. But the Asians are nipping on the... Wait a minute. I said it again. Interesting. I, 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 just, I just said that. I'm just... Anyway, let me move on before we really get in trouble here. Uh, <laughs> Sha X is in the building. He said, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. All right. Dejon Dixon doubled up. He says, when they asked... Uh, you why we did it? Tell him. He says, tell him we did it for love. Shout out to R to the Kelly in the building. Yeah, I'm gonna have to run the disclaimer after that one. Thank you, brothers. I'm gonna have to run the disclaimer because people are gonna be like, What did he say? I that's actually an accident. That was actually an accident. Many things I say is on purpose, but that was an accident. All right, we will get to LeBron James towards the end of the show. Ed says, sleeping in my bed, messing with my head. Where's that song from? All right. I did. And then uh, Warhammer says, Warhammer says, they are like buses. The next will be, the next one will be here in 30 minutes. All right, man, I missed a whole bunch of pub, uh, brothers. I think I got you right there uh, from here on out. Brennar says, coffee fun. He's speaking the truth, brothers. All right. And that's where I think I did. And Pindar, shout out to you. Have a blessed day. Okay, so I did catch up to all the brothers over there on the Cash App. Apologies for missing those a little earlier and let me acknowledge a couple of paypals and then we'll get on to the show all right who is this we're gonna call you a we're gonna call you uh mr martin in the building he says coach if you go to thailand which i'm gonna go because i met this little chicky chica from thailand and i really wasn't you know i was really thought i wasn't really gonna be into thailand chicks like that but she changed my mind so i'm gonna be on the plane i got money he says check out pate <laughs> Uh, soy six lk metro soy i can't pronounce all of these the walking street in uh, bangkok nana soy cowboy and appreciate you cga you're in my prayers all right i'm gonna have to make that i'm gonna have to get out of there before child support catch me all right because they know they trying to catch a brother all right but um they about to be surprised like a mofo all right andrew r says love your comedy coach could you please explain some references uh some references for us melanin Deficient folks. He says, where did the shuffling come from? What about straggle daggle? Even Urban Dictionary doesn't have the answers. Well, I'm ahead of the game. Now, some of these things I didn't come up with, but I've come up with a lot of terms in this lexicon for this sphere, if you will. But shuffling comes from uh, the clip that you see is Mr. Bojangles. And uh, the shuffling term came from a person that was just trying to entertain white folks instead of treating whatever issues we wanted to be treated seriously, right? And so a person that shuffles is basically we call it like stuttering, stammering and stuttering. Sometimes we use that interchangeably. But a person that's shuffling is a person that just says, I forget about the important issues with black folks. 
I'm gonna just shuffle and get my money, right? Shuffling for white folks. So the 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 clip of Mr. and that's just a paraphrased version of shuffling. Me, many people might have a different answer. So when person a person comes over and they might come over to my show, my show is probably be 50%, maybe 60% black, and the rest of the it's white and everybody else and Latinos and Latinx and Chinese, and we worldwide. But a person will come over and say, My form of content is geared towards my white audience, so I'm shuffling. Right. So that's what they would say. They would say something like MC Hammer doing a chicken dance would be shuffling um, and so forth. So instead of me going, I know my audience is diverse, but I'm gonna only talk about black issues. Right. That would actually make my audience the 44, 45, 50, maybe 50 percent of my audience disinterested. They'd be like, we don't want to hear about that. So I know I have a diverse audience. So then I wouldn't cater my content just because I'm black. People want me to cater my content all and all to black people. and also. They want me to use the same talking points as a typical complaining ass victim ass pro black, right? So then they just say, I'm shuffling. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that, that would be Mr. Bojangles shuffling for uh, the shuffling is for the white entertainment to say, oh, see, there are happy blacks. There are blacks that are happy with America and see he's happy. All right. So that would be shuffling. So when I say something against the community, I'm shuffling and I'll say, yes, I'm an Uncle Tom and I'm shuffling. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Y'all call y'all calling Lebo Lebo Jangles James. Oh man, LeBron James, he's crazy good man. All right, so anyway, man, that would be shuffling. So I, I'm glad people want to. Sometimes people don't know, and my man sounds like he's not even in, you know, the United States based on his last name. But he, you know, sometimes people get lost in the translation. So look, I'm gonna get into it with the show because I got a lot to cover. I'll get back to the PayPal. Is that PayPal? Yeah, that's PayPal. Keeping all my damn money. All right, wait, wait. New, 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 new world. Release my money, you fiends. All right, let's get, let's take a look. Speaking of shuffling, <laughs> speaking of shuffling, did you see Kamala Harris? We won't stay on this particular situation long. I am not a fan of Kamala Harris. I'm going to just let you know right now. I think she is lackluster at best. All right, she is deficient at best. All right, so let's go ahead and play the clip. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion. Fair use, fair use, fair use. Um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um, what the what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, I'm not going to show you this whole thing because every time I tried to pull up the clip, it had some news agency that probably is going to, you know, hit me with a, a censorship or whatever they're going to. Listen how she explains. She explains who she is. Then she explains her pronouns. She explains what she's doing and then what she's wearing. She did not explain that she was wearing the mask, though. Wait. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Oh, my God. I tell you, man. New, 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 new world order. Now, if you've seen the rest of this clip, all right, did y'all guys see this one? I can't see if I'm sharing the screen. I guess I'm not anymore. If you've seen the rest of the clip, everybody at that table went around that round table. I don't know who these people were, 
and they explain the exact same thing. My name is so-and-so. These are my pronouns. I'm sitting in this chair. I'm wearing a goofy-ass mask over my face. And then what they were wearing. I mean, we're gone, man. I mean, what do you want me to do? I keep telling you guys to fight the good fight. I keep telling you, but the train has left the station. The train has left the station. This is ridiculous. This potentially could be the leader of the free world. And we're all gone on probably something that very few people care about other than the weak-ass Generation Z culture, which pathetic. These people are going to be pathetic. These, these, the Generation Z, you think the millennials are pathetic. I mean, the Generation Z is going to be absolutely useless as a whole. There's only going to be a few of them that even make it out. I mean, they only go make it out. So um, I, I cringe at Generation Z because they care about things that are just so menial and only affect so many people. But with, with, with that being said, in 25 years, that's how people will introduce themselves. In 25 years, that's how people will introduce themselves. Let me give you guys just another indication before we move on to the next uh, story here. I have a young girl that I used to, young girl, young woman. I've known her since she was 18. And uh, she was a former client of mine, and she went on to a Midwestern university. Shout out to, we'll call her out, University of Michigan. She was from California. She went over to the University of Michigan, and she attended there. She just graduated there a few years ago. So though, if you guys want to kind of point, she's one of 15,000 people that graduated. So anyway, I've known her through her whole college years. And so I, every time she would come back, I knew her before she went to college. And then after freshman year, after sophomore year. Are you a freshman at the university? Yeah, I knew her every year, so freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and I got to see her through post-graduation, right? And so she basically would tell me at the dorms, they would write their names, they would write their names, and then they would write their pronouns. And that occurred at, on the first year she got on campus, the very first year. They would write their name on their dorm room, on their little dry erase board or whatever it was. They would write their names and their pronouns. And everywhere they went during the first weeks of orientation and getting to know each other, they all that's how they started. They would sit in the little town hall or whatever it was. They would say, hey, my name is so-and-so, and these are my pronouns. It seems goofy as hell, but this is their reality, and they're going to eventually do that, and you're going to be working as an old-ass Generation Xer. You'll be 55, 60 years old, and the new people coming in, you got to address me by my pronouns. It's going to be a reality. Maybe we'll be 60, 65, 70. And it's again, I always tell you in context, the way to control people is to change the languages, right? You change the language and they don't run, run out of things to change. So they change in everything else, but the language itself. But now we got to be introducing each other by pronouns and people go crazy. You don't know. You like you, you, you're assuming my gender, but man, I don't got no time for this bullshit. <laughs> you know what my pronouns are? Somebody said it, Kaylee and Ling Ling. That's my pronouns. In a speckle of straggle. I try not to mess with straggle, but. And that's not meaning black women. Black women is not synonymous with straggle. All the time. Just most of the time. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> oh, they already mad. All right. They already mad. I'm, t I'm attacking their queen right now. Ridiculous Kamala Harris. I tell you what, Kamala Harris. It's got to me one of the most useless people right now on earth and with that being said most vice presidents are useless but she's useless and the vice president mm. there's no use for her anyway let's go to the next story right here texas dad going to jail for child support clerical error 
Let me do a follow-up on this situation here. We talked about this yesterday. Short video that I want you to review just so you can see the ridiculous nature of the child support system. The child support system is a form of slavery that we've never worked our way out of. And unfortunately, our queens are all too willing to drag men into the child support system as a form of plantation politics. So let's go through this one. This is just like telling on the slave. And so let's listen to this particular story. This is oh, it's on, it's on, it's on speed, chipmunk mode. All right, let's go ahead and drag it down here. Here we go. There's a brother and there's a sister. See, I like little petite spinner sisters like this. I'm not into the ghetto booty sisters. I'm not into that. For some, I like them petite. You know what I mean? I like them look like little spinner, gymnastic, like, you know, Simone Biles little ass. You know, I don't mm. like her face or nothing, but <laughs> anyway, continuing. Yeah, foldable. I like them foldable, man. The ghetto booty thing don't want appeal to me. You know, you ever see them? They take a picture on Instagram. First thing they do is they turn halfway quarter turn like this. And then they look over their shoulder like that. I hate that shit. I hate that. Every time I see a picture like that, I'll be like. <laughs> now, I know a lot of you brothers like that stuff. You know what I mean? You addicted to the booty. But y'all, I hate that. They like this quarter turn and they like and, and then the, the look on their face, the look on their face, they dead ass serious. They be like. <laughs> like, what the like? <laughs> shit. Like, what is that? Can anybody explain that? Donkey booty. It looked like your booty stank. Like, why would you put toot that in the air like that? Hold on. Let me do. Let me do the pose like this one more time. It's never like an inviting, it's never like an inviting, like, it's never a smile. It's like a serious ass, like, mm. I look at that, like, I'm like, whew. I'm like, why would you put the stankiest part of your body? Well, what we were perceived to be the stankiest part of your body out, poke it out and Like, look at me, the stankiest part of the whole damn body. Like, that would be like me going, look at my armpits. You like my armpits like this? Armpit. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's continue with the damn show. Sometimes people are like, oh, you're going too far. But it's real. I cannot stand that pose. If you guys can get rid of that pose. And white girls, stop standing in the straddle pose with your booty popped out in the tight-ass yoga pants where they all hiked up all over your belly button, pushing your gut in. And I already know that your booty's not that doesn't look like that. It's flatter than the ironing board. Stop trying to front like your booty's popping out. Why am I so critical? But what I'm saying is this is ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. I just. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's get in here. Let's handle the important business now. Here it is right here. Uh, let's talk about the brother here. This is a painful time for Clifford Hall. He is going to jail, even though he didn't do anything wrong. No, I just don't see how this is helping anyone. Hall's child support payments for the care of his 12-year-old son were supposed to be garnished from his wages. His paycheck stub indicated the payments were in fact withheld, but by the way, if this is what your this is what your parentage documents will look like ever if ever you go to court. This is what the explanation is. You got to carry this shit around. All right. What does it say? Trial order modification, modifying parent-child relationship. This is how black people parent right here. And not just black. I mean, just this is how people parent. 
in general. They go to the family court and they run and they get all of this damn mumbo jumbo, which is basically um, a, a lawyer will charge you $10,000 and this costs them $32 to produce. $32. They'll have you fighting tooth and nail for months and they'll come up with this bullshit, which is $32 to print the hell off, get notarized and signed and filed and signed. All right, just so you know the scam that they're pulling on you, them damn lawyers, blood suckers of the poor. Shout out to the divorce lawyers that I do know, but that's a trick that they use against you. It's a free ass paper. It's it's almost free to them. This is just like a template, and they'll have you guys fighting like cats and dogs, and this will be the result. And the judge will know this scam is going on, by the way. The judge will know this scam is going on, and they'll sign off on these documents, and there'll be very little change from one template to the next. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, let's go but ahead. For and several months, his employer, due to a clerical error, did not send those payments to the court, and now Hall is being punished. It's a horrible feeling, you know, makes me sick to my stomach, but I have to do it. Uh, all right, so he bought, there's his, there's him. Unfortunately, we have to show the child because the child's here on YouTube. I normally don't put children in my videos here. But uh looks like the dad just wants to be a, a father to the child. Of course, a bitter baby mama is disrupting that and uh forcing him to pay child support. And uh, unfortunately, his human resources department did not send the payments over, although they were deducted from his paycheck. And now he's trying to catch up to the child support arrearages and he's got to go to jail. When Hall found out about the missing payments, he paid a lump sum to catch up. But even that will not keep him from behind bars. Texas had a law on the books that would prevent deadbeat parents from going to jail if they paid up right before their court date. OK, so there you go. Remember, I talked about that. If you can hear this, Texas had a system on which which if a person was brought into in front of the fake, the fake judge, the commissioner uh, for for um, child support contempt, contempt of court, you could actually pay. Remember, I was telling you that they'll tell you, hey, if you can pay, we'll keep you out of jail, which is extortion. All right. So. um. In, in essence, they Texas seemed to have got rid of that law. And so now he couldn't participate in that law. And they was like, you go straight to jail. But last year, the legislature repealed that law in order to give judges some discretion to punish um, repeat offenders. It was a good idea. It sounded like a great idea. However, it doesn't work in all circumstances. There are situations such as Mr. Hall's case in which someone is... Um, shown in arrears and it's really not their fault it's an employer error or some other type of clerical error they don't make sisters like this no more where is she at sister you've been on oh my mind she's trying to fight for the black man right there she knows she a full-fledged feminist but hey sister hey uh talk to her brother anyway even though i won father of the year award 2014 award through committed fathers alliance I'm going to jail for doing everything in my power to raise my son. And so he didn't get any braces, though. But anyway, let's talk about this. Uh, I was once father of the year. Guys, women hate this. Women hate when you get treated well as a father and, and their despicable nature will make them fight against you. OK, they won't go to the court and tell them, well, this is what I don't like about him. But he also was the father of the year. He's a good man. Many women are so vile. They're so feel and people want to talk about me being bitter. Many of these women are so vile, so demonic that they will know this man is doing his absolute best and they will not do anything to stop these proceedings. They'll be in court laughing at your ass and throwing dirt on your name. And so he's about to go to jail. He's about to go to jail for a clerical error 
He's not a deadbeat dad. He's an active participant with his dad. And they can't do nothing about it, bro. They can't do nothing about it. This could happen to anyone. So Hall heads to jail for six months. Will likely lose six months. And won't be damn six months. Holy moly. He going to jail for six months. Six and the woman can let me tell you how let me tell you what happens. The woman can stop this right now. The woman can stop it right now. She can go to child support and close the case. But if she walks in that child support office, which is the den of demons, which those bloodsuckers work in there as overpaid welfare recipients, they will they will convince her to not close the case. Okay, because that, that's how they make their money through Title 4D, federal exchanges, federal matching funds. And this is how these parasites get paid. Overpaid welfare recipients is what I call them, uh, public servants, if you will. And so these people will convince your girlfriend or your baby mama or your ex-wife to not close the case so they don't so they can keep getting paid. Uh, anyway, continuing. So Hall heads to jail for six months, will likely lose his job and won't be able to make any child support payments while locked up. When asked what he told his son, Drayden, about all this. I told him uh, I'm going to fix it. We want to encourage fathers everywhere to become active, hang in there, don't give up. Even if you're going through some hard times, nah. even if you're having a difficult situation nah. with an ex-spouse. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. See, men are fed up. Men, men at a certain age, the kid, 12, 13, 14, men don't want to be dragged in court every damn week. We don't want to be threatened under the gunpoint of the law every damn week when we go to the mailbox we don't want to be dragged by a damn vile despicable human being like a baby mama terrorist every year to drag us up in front of court to embarrass us all right and so what happens is these men they simply give up your father left your mother because she was despicable okay she he, your father wanted to be with you but she he left you and lived in a studio apartment in despair running from the law because the law was being used against him. And this is what happens. So, man, hang in there. No, it's costing me freedom. When I go to court, I want to just explain my case, but I can't. Now I got to go to jail for six months on a clerical error that I proved was a clerical error. Not only that, number two, I got to pay attorneys. He's got to pay this woman. Every time they, that your vile, despicable baby mama terrorist takes you to court, <laughs> what happens is you got to pay the attorney who's in on it too. Continuing, and your ex-wife's loving it, or your baby mama terrorist is loving it. You're a single mother. She's loving it. An ex-lover, hang in there. Paul and his attorneys have established the Drayden Project to help educate parents about their rights and to help defray legal costs in similar cases. Anyone interested in making a donation? Somebody said, this sounds like a BS story. Check it out. There's two milk dud heads walking in. This individual, I don't know. It doesn't look like he is uh, handcuffed or anything. He does have an orange shirt on. He does. He did change his shirt. He had a blue shirt on here. He does the, wait a minute. I can't tell if, it, no. Screen. I can't tell. He is in an orange jumpsuit. He's in an orange jumpsuit, guys. They don't, they don't, um, no, that's a polo shirt. That is a polo shirt. In similar cases. Does look like an orange shirt, Anyone though, jumpsuit. But he's been, I mean, I don't know, man. Why is he being led to this guy? And there's a GoFundMe there if you do want to. And so anyway, anyway, where are we at on that particular case right there? So there you go. This is just an, another example 
another example of what's going on there. Uh, this story was from 2014. All right, so um, it is not current as of today, but it is what it is. Let me give you, uh, let me, let, let's do this. Let's take a pause for um, people who have contributed to today's show. Somebody say, Coach, tell us what's really on your mind. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. All right, anyway, where are we at? KT King in the building. KT the King, we're going to start calling you. KT King, he says, I made a bet with my son recently to tell you uh, this, and I lost. He beat me four times in a row with the Raiders on Madden 22 while I played with the San Diego Superchargers. He says, when he asked what happened, all I could do was start shuffling. All right. Yo, hey, your son already waxing you up on Madden. I would never let that happen. My son can never get me on Madden. All right. He could never see me. And on 2K, my son be like, you know, my son could beat me if he wanted. But he's always messing around and. Then he's beating me bad, and then I just hang in there like, all right, I got two more quarters to try to cut the lead, and then I always cut the lead on him. Never that. KT King says, I emailed you a new prime and decline list and a new hit and acquitted list today. Uh, uh, use the updated hit and acquitted list I sent you earlier. All right, I'll check it out. We won't do it today. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. We got three more brothers over on Pillsy. He says, wife finally moved out. Back on my purpose, Sean. And this is from Nassad. He says, never been happier or free. Back from Panama, five senoritas in five nights. He's like, hey, married men, first thing you do was go, hey, for, dude, first, you got to get that venom out. He says, free agent for life, never going back to the plantation, 37 and in my prime, six foot, six figures, six pack. He said, I'm about to be a hoe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't blame you, Sean. I don't blame you. That's what I did. First day I moved out of my marital house. Man, I always tell you, I was like, the grass, I never seen the grass as green. I never seen the sun as golden crisp. I never seen the sky as blue. The clouds so fluffy white. There was soft white underbelly everywhere. And I never seen, I, I, I seen so much color. I was like, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Hey. It's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. But some of you guys, man, I'm going to tell you as a married man, but previously married man. All right. You will try to ride it out because you'll be like, damn, it's cheaper to keep her. I don't want to, you know, I'll just walk on eggshells. Maybe we'll work it out. Maybe things will get better. I'll stay for the kids. My religion doesn't allow this. These are all the successful marriages that stick together. They stick together under these guys, uh, guises. So once a guy just pulls the plug, he actually realizes, especially at 37, he's like, oh, my God. I literally was dying. You were dying sleeping on your sofa. <laughs> you were like, oh, shit, I'll ride this out till my kids are 18, trying to do 13 years on the couch. <laughs> yeah. And then you and then you pull the plug and you're like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened. Now, all you have to do now is survive the baby mama terrorists. All right. So did you say you have kids? Let me see. Did he have kids? If he has kids, he's gonna be in a he's gonna be up shit creek financially though. Um. Anyway, he doesn't say if he has kids, but the the wife moved out, Umfufu moved out. So uh, if you do have kids, you're gonna be in court. <laughs> All right, but that's that. But uh, you ha, get the venom out. Get that venom out. Protect your seed. Protect your seed. Somebody says so true, Coach. I was dude, man. Before I look, I always tell people when people get divorced. The marriage was over two to three years prior. 
when people people don't understand this about divorce, they're like, oh, what happened? Man, the, they was already on the rocks. Relationship been over. But when you're when you're married, you can't just be like, I broke up. <laughs> you know what I mean? We broke up. You can break up, but you're still legally married. So the divorce don't happen. Uh, you don't even hear about the divorce to two to three years later. And then the divorce might take a year or two to finish. So they've been finished for five freaking years before they even got divorced. <laughs> before the divorce was official, they've been done for five years. Okay, so with that being said, with that being said, some people literally as a married guy, in the two or three years that your divorce or your marriage is rocky, you'd be like, you'd be like, I'm going to ride it out. You literally dudes be like, I'm going to couch surf in my own home or I'm going to sleep in the basement or I'll sleep in my office. You'll do whatever. You're like, I'll ride it out. How many, you're like, my kids are seven years old. All right, I'll ride it out for 11 years. And you'll couch surf. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, either somebody can't take it no more, somebody poisons someone, somebody files a uh, paper, somebody shoots somebody in the head accidentally. Oh, I, I don't know what happened. I was grabbing a gun. I heard an intruder and I picked it up and kablooey. You ever see that on Snapped? He said, what was the straw that broke the camel's back for me? Um, man, I'm not going into all that. You know that, you know, they watching me. New, 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 new world order. You know, they watching me. Uh, but yeah, it was a marriage counseling session. All right. <laughs> that was the one that I was like, all right, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> everybody knows that story. The marriage counseling session where the marriage counselor was, well, I, I found out some things about her and some private but uh, I, I come to say, as a marriage counselor, I don't want to bring it up because it could further damage the marriage and the progress. So uh, let's just start over from square one. Let's start with a clean slate. She wants to come. She just wants to be held and loved. I was like, Skirt. I was like, nah, I was like, you tell me or we ain't going forward and you're fired. So the marriage counselor heard some dirt because I went in there and finally was like, Don, you need to check on this. She told the marriage that she kept. After trying to bury me, she told the marriage counselor what's up. The marriage counselor got to the bottom of it, but the marriage counselor didn't want to share the info with me. They just wanted me to move forward and clean slate it. I was like, hell no. All right. Anyway, so that was the day I moved out. All right. After directly after a marriage counselor session. Um, uh, Vin, Vin says, Vin Fledge says, I don't trust a woman as far as I can throw them. Who is Vin Fledge? But he says, now I know how far I can throw them. <laughs> I don't trust a woman as far as I can throw them. Now I know how far I can throw them. I think it's actually foolish to go through that, that level of trust. Uh, let me do one more, and then we'll get to the next show. We're going to talk about my condom usage story. Leonard P. says, your two books are a good read. Got mine. Never been married. I don't have kids either. I wanted a big family like the Waltons. Just too many 304s out here. Free agent for life. What a sad what a sad time for men who want kids and want to get married. I mean, you literally are rolling the dice against the entire system. I mean, you really are taking a major, major gamble. Um, not to say that it won't work, but you're really, really rolling the dice. No government name over on Vimo says, what's up, coach? I'm a traveling nurse here in Los Angeles. I'm from New York. And he says, actually went to school at Stony Brook. Shout out to the Seawolves out there. Here's a donation. For what you do, thank you. And shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to Long Island, Stony Brook, New York, Port Jefferson, Corum, and all of them places. Uh, uh, 
what's the name of the county over there? Sus Suffolk County. And shout out to everybody out there in the Hamptons all the way to Montauk. Shout out to everybody out there. I'll never go back to that area, by the way. Never. You ain't going to catch me not one damn time in Suffolk County, New York. <laughs> shout out to everybody out there. All right. Anyway. Where are we at? Let me do a couple cash apps and then we'll get on to the show. Condom usage. All right. We're going to talk about that because we got to update you. I had, I, I got, I got my, I got my update here. Zero fallout says seeing many young girls with help signs on the roadside. Wow. Seeing many young girls with help signs on the road sign. I do have a picture. Hopefully my stream doesn't cut off because sometimes when I go back to my archive pictures, they, they don't like it. The computer doesn't like it. So sometimes the computer will be like, that's enough. But does it look something like this? Does it something look something like this? Yeah, I see these signs everywhere. And uh, you see it pretty much on Instagram on a daily basis. The more desperate they're getting, the more revealing they're getting, the more booty they're showing, the more cleavage they're showing. Um, this is the reality of the world right now. Okay, This is what it looks like right now. And so our sugar daddy left us need money for tuition i got money and uh there's one of them that i you know what i'd actually can help both of them for a minute <laughs> it's going to be tough times guys this recession is going to be real it's not going to be mild it's going to be lengthy and long you can't shut down the country for 18 months to two years and basically de-incentivize people from working let people live off of unemployment unenjoyment for long periods of time and live off of a child what was it a child check and what do, i can't remember these checks that we're getting out i can't remember the name but these little checks, they were giving you $1,400 here, $500 child tax credit, whatever they were giving out. You can't do that and then expect people to ramp it up, right? So the economy is going to slow down. They're, they're going to slow down, all right? Um, Production is going to slow down. Layoffs are going to be like crazy. You guys better buckle up. Child tax credit. Oh, stimulus check. Yeah, the STEMI. The STEMI. People finessing the PPP, PPP loan. You cannot do, guys, this was an unprecedented time in our country, and I think People don't really understand what's going to happen from this, but our entire mindset is going to change. Mental health is going to change. You know, I'm not a big mental health believer. However, people are going to have some problems mental health-wise. Absolutely. Children, Generation Z as a whole, divorce rates are... Guys, you guys think this is an easy ride? It's going to be bumpy. Yeah, the, the damn riots. And then you got people supposedly rioting at the Capitol. <laughs> then they burning down cities. And then you're trying to... The, the confusion that people have with this to try to figure out you know what I mean? It's going to be absolutely crazy. Buckle up. Everybody need to buckle up. All right, for sure. All right, uh, let's see here. Let me see that I get everybody. Let me do one more. Uh, v, VG in the building. We call you Varden. says gas money for the nasty boys. All right, shout out to you and the nasty boys out there. I'll give you a, a indication of FUPA in a minute. XL Pro Services, salute to you again. And Jones G, baby mama terrorist, salivate at your downfall. Be careful. They love it. They love it because then it gives them something to say, see, he was a he was a deadbeat. He was nobody. He was bad. He was abusive. He didn't like his kids. He didn't pay. He was broke. But um, just like Daniel says, you couldn't live with your failures. And where did that bring you? Back to me. And so oftentimes while they paint a dirty picture of you, they will always they will oftentimes get cornered in the same but. But he he's not doing this and he was doing it. And then they're they gotta frame they gotta frame it and be like, wait a minute, if he was a deadbeat, but he was doing this, how does that work? How does that quite work? All right. Um, I'm gonna pull out all my beard hair right now. All right, pause. Anyway, let's get to the show here. This is condom usage update update. I won't stay too long on this one. Um, 
but I wanted to talk to you about this and people come up with the stats and all of the stuff and Jimmy hats. I was talking about this at the close of the show. These are articles. Of course, you can't get really up, up to date articles, but this is a, this is a newer article from the one I previously referenced only about one third of Americans used condoms. This is according to the new, 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 new world order. All right. And so in this situation here, condom can help. It says right here, uh, they aren't the best method of birth control, but they can help prevent STDs health experts say. Now you got everybody right here going around with the booty pox right now. Um, these people are getting it. Um, and um, as you can see, there's certain criteria that you would have to live in order to qualify for the vaccine, especially in New York City. First of all, you have to be a man that sleeps with a man community. And then you have to have had so many random partners in a certain period of time and so forth and so on. And then you can't even justify it. Now they have kids being exposed to it. And now you have to have a great explanation of how kids are being exposed to it when it could be. It could be a disease that's transmuted, transmitted sexually and or they have to be in close quarters exposed to a certain area where you can get the booty box. And so right now, now you're listening to people shuffling all the people who have a moral stance, especially on men who date younger women. All right. Now they quiet as a church mouse. All right. And your moral stance is being uh, being uh, challenged right now. And you're swallowing the canary. Right. You're out here quiet as a church mouse, pissing on cotton. And you won't call these people out right here on their behavior, but you want to come over on my show and tell me I'm amoral or immoral, but I'm on the dark side. Wait, I'm on the dark side. Where? Hey, give me my damn laugh. All right. There it is right there. You afraid to call these people out. Sooner or later, a whole damn preschool. Never mind. A month ago, they're doing a whole damn parade with them. And now all of a sudden, these people coming out. Mouth full of anyway. I'm tired of you people, man. You think you can point out the easy stuff, but I point out the hard stuff and you guys stay quiet. <laughs> anyway, condom usage again. Obviously, people aren't using condoms and they're participating in orgies. Shout out to the people who participate in orgies. Uh, here it is right here. It says uh, condoms can help prevent pregnancy and the spread of STDs, but only about a third of Americans use them. A third of Americans. The use of condoms is a public health issue. Some statistician said at the University of the U.S. Center of Disease Control Prevention and all of this and whatnot, STDs can lead to long-term consequences such as infertility. Infertility condoms, when used correctly and uh, correctly and consistently, consistently reduce the risk of the hippies and the STDs. About 20 million new cases of STDs, 20 million, are diagnosed each year in the United States. The CDC says these infections include HPV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, hepatitis, and the heavy jitties. And now booty pox. I mean, listen. I mean, it's going crazy now. We got a new one here. Uh, the choice of whether to wear a Jimmy hat or not is influenced by a number of factors. These include they suck. All right, but no, the woman's desire to get pregnant. Oh, well, interesting. He says one's experience with the use of contraceptives and relationship partners. All right, let me get down to the stats. Where the statistics at? Give me the statistics. All right, the researchers. Okay, here it is right here. Here it is right here. They had data on condom use amongst men and women aged 15 to 45, and they had it between these years. This is why you might not have current data because it takes a few years to get the real data out, right? And it says the researchers interviewed 11,300 women and more than 9,300 men about condom use between September 11th and 2011 and uh, September 2015. During that time, about 24%, listen, 24% of women 
and 34% of men used the condom during their last intercourse. I keep trying to tell y'all, man. And then it goes here. It says that was an increase for men. And let me tell you something. People will use a condom on, on, on time number one, two, maybe the third time. By the time you get to the third time freaking somebody down, you're you're not going condom. All right. You're ripping the condom off. There's no condom. All right. So uh, by that time, she's already cleared out, uh, aired out her ex-boyfriend and already cut him off at the spigot. All right. So she's going Rosky with her ex or her her Tyrone. And then making you use a condom. And now she's cut off the Tyrone. Now you don't have to use a condom. But I will tell you, man, 24% of women had a condom usage and 34% of men. I don't want to hear anybody say, well, I'll always strap up. Nope. Nope. Here it is right here. Among those who use the Jimmy hats, nearly 60% of women and uh, 60% of women and 56% of men said condoms were the only means of contraception used in the past year. So there was nothing from presenting your preventing your seed to impregnate her. There was no other contraceptive view. There was no birth control, no nothing, no plan B, no nothing. It was condom or bust. It was bust, condom or bust. Another 25% of women and 33% of men use condom plus hormonal methods such as birth control or implants. 50% of women and 10% of men use condoms plus non-hormonal contraceptives, uh, contraceptives, sorry. Here it is right here. This is dismal uh, statistic. Uh, Copen, Copen also found that during the past month intercourse, 18% of women and nearly 24% of men use the condom every time. 18 During the past month. So remember, the previous question was, did you use one in the last session that you had? The last session. Only 24% of women in the last sexual session. Now, in the past month, of sexual sessions, which people can have up to 12 partners. In the past month, only 18% of women, and remember, it decreases, and only 24% of men use the condom every time. Only. Here's something else dismal. Nearly 70% of women who use the condom in the past month said the condom broke or fell off during the session, and then you had to go fish it. Nearly 26% said they used the Jimmy hat only part of the time during the intercourse. Now, there's another thing right there. I'm telling you, this is, I'm teaching you, this is why I'm the best edutainment program here on YouTube. Because I do teach. I take time to teach you guys and show you guys. So 7% of people said it fell off. I only used it part-time. I sucked on his slob on his knob. I licked all up and down until he couldn't say stop. And then he slid it on and then it came off. And I said, yanked it off. I plucked it. He didn't want to wear it. He wore it. He put the tip in and then he put it on and then he took it off. And then we went for round two. We didn't wear one in round two. Mm. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Pause after I said all of that. Here we go. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. People be lying out here. And I tell you, moral police that come over to my show. I'm on the dark side, first of all. But you moral police that come over to my show, I will call your butt out all the time. Pause. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. Men, be careful out here. Ladies, be careful out here. From what my research is telling us, condom use is rare. All right, let me, oh, let me give you one more here. You guys want another red pill? Let's get to give you another one. 
Okay. Here it is right here. Only 14% of U.S. men having extramarital affairs are made to use condoms by their mistress. Only 14%. 14%. So, you know, I don't know why they come up with these statistics, but just let's say. They just give a, they, they do a research. Let's just say. This is as more than 12K active male members of whatever this is, a blog, one of the world's most discreet online platforms, whatever. Let's just say. Only 14% are made to use a condom. But again, I've been telling you, men and women that cheat, that are married, that cheat on their girlfriends or spouse, they use condoms least. They use condoms least than single people. And I said that earlier in today's show, and people will be like, eh. And when you cheating, you ain't using no Jimmy. <laughs> anyway. It's crazy, man. People be walking around here, and this is why, and just, I, if you want to follow up on this, go look up STDs and look up the stats. Actually, there's one more here that I want to show you. Condom use, condoms used in one in four hetero encounters, encounters in the U.S. This is an older article, but look. Condom used in one in four. That's 25%. 25, so condom use is 25% of the time. Stop. You guys got to be careful out here. And then that young lady that was uh, revealing that she slept with all these male celebrities and she had AIDS for 10 years. It's a serious, serious thing. All right. Uh, I'm here to teach. You reach. I teach. All right. Don't be mad at me, man. Look, it is what it is. Let's talk about straggle. Let's go back to straggle daggles. Let's go back to straggle daggles right here. Uh, we're going to straggle rock down at straggle rock. Somebody says, I read you can still get herpes even with a condom. Yeah, because, hold on for a second. Let's let's go back to educate real quick. Uh, herpes is given mostly not it, mostly through skin to skin. All right, skin to skin contact. So let me just give you an explanation without getting too raw because this is a family show. What tends to happen is people will do all kind of things before you even enter. Right? If you before you even enter a person, a woman, hopefully a woman. We're talking about enter a woman. You've already done skin to skin. You've already touched areas. You've already rubbed against each other. All right, you've already probably pleased each other with your mouths and all of these things licked and all of that stuff. You probably have done all of that before you even entered her. With that being said, after the session, if you're cuddling and you're hugged up and you're sleeping against each other with all of these fluids, you ain't got down and washed out, you wash yourself out in the sink. You ain't cleaned yourself with the cleanup kit over here. You haven't taken a shower. You haven't really done anything to wipe off any of these areas or you waiting for round two. What's going to happen is that's where that's more likely where you're going to get these diseases, these herpes, because you're rubbing skin to skin. You're not cleaning off. It is what it is. And you've already you've already done it. Like the condom usage is a short part of the encounter. The time where you slide up a, 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 a banner might be the shortest part of the encounter. OK, some of you virgins don't know what we're talking about, but the part where you slide in her for you five-stroke specialists, is the shortest part of the entire encounter. The rest of the encounter is the longest part, right? The foreplay, the touching, the, the, the oral, the, all of this stuff is the longest part. You're doing that way more than when you slide in. So with that being said, if you only use it when you slide in, the, the likelihood is going to increase, even with herpes and all of that stuff. So anyway, this is stuff that people need to talk about. Because you wonder how you got stuff. You can probably get it from her mouth to your salami easily. Easily. 
<laughs> but uh, some of these people be out there boiling in between their legs. You got boils and all kind of stuff. And the rough part about anatomy is you can't tell what she has because most everything's packed inside, right? You can kind of tell what he has because everything's on the outside. And so that's why sisters be like, she be looking at your thing like, let me see what I'm doing first. Kaylee don't matter. Kaylee jump, jump right on it. So this is why brothers, the first time he goes to Arizona State, he went to Martin Luther King High School. He then went to Arizona State. He said, I'm going to marry me a black queen that campus. And he go to ASU. First time he roll up in the dorm, a girl comes up. Hi, my name is Kaylee. Hmm, look at this stringy hair ass, pale skin ass. What is this girl going to do? I'll take you to the room. Let's go study. All innocent. Okay, let's study. She take him. She do the Kaylee special on his ass. He come out. All of a sudden, he bringing Kaylee to the barbecue. And he be like, I'll never go back to a sister. Why you never go back to the sister? I got that Becky Kaylee going on. All right. Kaylee then turned his ass out, curled his toes, turned his ass inside out for what she done done. She done sucked the golf ball through a water hole. She like, <laughs> every time he see, I'll never see a sister again. Because what happens is he'll be like, all right, maybe that was a one-off. And Kaylee looked like a nerd. You know what I mean? Kaylee got the goofy-ass glasses, her feet all crossed. She got buck teeth. He's like, man, I'll never be caught dead in public with this woman. I'm going to go get me a sister. The sister like this. Mm, I don't know, Negro. I don't know, Negro. I ain't going to put my mouth down there. Uh-uh. Mm, nope. Uh, don't, don't pull the back of my head. Nope. He like, I'm going back to Kaylee. I can't take it no more. Give me a Kaylee any day of the week. A blonde, ugly, ugly one, buck two, snaggle two, cockeyed, knock knee Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. I'll take a, I'll take a snaggle tooth one too. Give me that snaggle tooth one. Give me that ugly one right there. Give me the one right there. So pasty pale. Look like she ain't seen the sun. She looking like this. And that's you. I'll take her. Looked up and down, said, mm, I'll take her. Give me the snow cow. I'll take the pog. I'll take all of them. You bring them. Get them in. Where's Josie at, too? I'll take a Josie. Give me a Josie. First time he get in there, bro. Hi, girl. Josie. I love you. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. She'd be like, at least if you see a sister, you walking down the street, you walking down carrying Kaylee books like this. You're like, oh, all the sisters looking at you. Well, at least you gonna go white. You could get a good looking white girl. And you like, if you only knew. <laughs> if you only knew. Anyway. The things this woman does to me. I'm a, she's a keeper. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. Sisters don't know this. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just giving y'all the secrets. I tell the truth over here. What are we doing here? What is this story? Oh, we're going to Straggle Rock. So let me put up here. We're going. Speaking of, we got to go to Straggle Rock and see what's going on with these sisters right here. Uh, man, here we go. Yeah, you get you a Zoe. She drunk. Yeah, here we go. Going to Straggle Rock. So apparently there's a sister. She lied on this DoorDash guy. All right, DoorDash guy running up here trying to do his job trying to please his girlfriend and try to take his girl to the movie. So there's a DoorDash scam and it, and, and uh, the lady basically orders the DoorDash 
And when she gets the food, she'll say she didn't get the food. And I guess this guy lost his job. So that's the long and short of it. And the dude was like, oh, hell no. Let's see. Is there volume on this one? For some reason, I can't. I can't. Why, where's the where's the video? All right. Hold on for a second. Hold up for one second. Hold up for a second. All right. So I might have to play this advert real quick. And uh, when you find out who the person is that actually did this, that he confronted, he went to her job. He was like, man, you done got me fired. I was a drug addict. I was trying to come recover. This was my only job, my only source of income. But she doing the straggle struggle. She doing the straggle struggle, and she don't care about him losing this job. What's going on with this long-ass advert? Okay, hold on for a second. Okay, can I skip this? What is this? All right, let me refresh the page. All right, hold on for a second. Let's see if it come up. Pause. All right, let me step. Let me let me step out for a second. Let me step out for a second. See if we can get the video. So anyway, uh, the woman basically ordered the food, and uh, he panned. He he recorded her trying to re- try to tell the boss what had happened, and the boss was like, "I don't care what you said to my, about my slave." White man came out. He got a room full of straggle daggles working working at his call center. He was like, "Leave my slaves alone. Leave my mammies alone." That's what he said. <laughs> Let me see if I can play, get the video here. What is this advert? Sound like I'm from the UK. Another advert. This is despicable. For some reason, I can't play. I can't make the video larger. That's what he said. Okay, let me let me do me a favor. Okay, hold on for a second. I'm going to try to find it. All right. Jamari, shout out to Jamari did this video. Um, here it is here. Let's see if I can get the volume though. Can I get the volume? All right, I'll get it on Reddit. Let's get it on Reddit. I want to get the volume on this one. All right, here it is. All right, here it is. All right, here it is. Bam, in your face. Goddamn, this is a dope jam. All right, here we go. Uh, so he's going into a slave quarters. He's going to somebody's slave quarters, a.k.a. Yob, where you guys got to like to get pent in in the bullpen, handcuffed to your desk. Can y'all hear? Hi, uh, good. Uh, I delivered food here yesterday from Chipotle, mm-hmm. and you put down that I didn't deliver it to you because oh, I just got fired from my job. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> he said it was you. Tattoo sleeve. I tell you about them tattoos. He said it was you. Adult daycare center. I'm using that. Yes, you go to your adult daycare. Wow. I have I, I've never heard that before. Adult daycare center. That's exactly what it is. All right, anyway. This is my only source of income. I do this all day. Now I'm fired from my job because you want your $10 burrito? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Who does this? Who does that? Yeah, who does that? Uh, Straggle Rock, man. I'm telling you, man. Straggle Rock, man. They take no prisoners, man. They will. They, they do. They will, they will dine and dash. They will order four plates of jasmine rice, three chicken skewers, chop it up, spread it out, make lemonade at the table. Can you bring extra lemon and sugar? That's what they do. That's what they do. And so they do this, and then they don't realize, wow, they they making millions of dollars. All right. You got me fired. Like, I need the corporate number or something, because I, I need to get your ass fired. All right, white dude, Matt. Does anyone have a corporate number? You have one? Oh, there you go. Right, what do we got here? Is that a Boricua? All right, who is it? That look like a sister. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, 
it, she got a tech. This looks like Texas. Is this a? Is this a? Gordita, is that you, Maria? Is that a sister? Bro, you want to say that you got your food? I'll contact them, but uh, but what did you? I don't know, man. What is this? Is that a Puerto Rican or is that a sister? Or is that a light bright almost white? I can't tell. She got a Puerto Rican flag. She Puerto Rican. Uh, she got a Puerto Rican flag on her elbow. I think she has a Puerto Rican flag on her elbow. Did you get your food or what? Afro Latina. Called my lawyer. He told me I can call the cops because it's theft. Oh, it's that you ain't got no lawyer. You ain't got no lawyer. Hey, white dude, stop acting like y'all got lawyers. My dad's a lawyer. I'm gonna call my dad's lawyer. You ain't got no lawyer. You work at DoorDash. Continuing. She Latina. I think this is a Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. This is the Afro Latina. It's theft. Are you gonna say you got your food or not? Now look at the pog. Look at the look at Nancy in the back. She acting like she ignoring it. Guys, this is what you get. She ignoring it. And this lady right here, the the, the thief, she ain't got no damn. She don't care, bro. She don't care. And look, look at the look. This is the this is the straggle struggle look. How dare he? She's going to play the victim. All of a sudden, she's going to play the damsel in distress. She's now victimized and she knows she's caught. Now her coworkers know she's a damn straggle. And um. She got her face condom on. That's the only condom y'all wear, face condoms. And now she's looking at everybody else like, okay, now, insert code red right here. She's going to bring everybody out. Or should I call the cops? Because you, you're stealing. Yeah, yeah, you are stealing. This is These are the girls you guys cold approach right here, by the way. These are the, gir these are the girls that you cold approach. These are the girls that you guys jocking on Instagram. These are the girls that, that that you guys are mesmerized about walking outside. <laughs> These are the girls that you that 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 you're trying to take out on a date and arguing about splitting a tab. I'm just letting you know. He said she down bad. Look at her. She cockeyed and everything. And she trying to act like she working. Yeah, who does that? Who fucking raised your ass? Who raised you? Seriously. Fucking piece of trash. Uh-oh, he wanted to say something else. You know, white dude wanted to start calling all ninjas and all kind of all kind of dirty words. But you are trash. Are you the are you the manager? Uh-oh, the slave master came out. Yeah, I delivered food here yesterday from Chipotle. He don't I care. DoorDash. I DoorDash all day. That's my hey man, he missed his opportunity, man. Put the camera in these people's faces. My main source of income, that's all I do. And this girl, I deliver it to her. And then she went on DoorDash and put down the I didn't deliver it here. So then I this morning I wake up to go. Uh oh, they hiring right here. Oh, DoorDash, and I'm fired because of her. Because she said I didn't deliver it. I would never do that. I hand it right to her. That's the girl. <laughs> Look, he's like this. Hey man. Stop talking about my slave bed winches like this. I hired these girls to do a job. All right, they chose to take this job. I paid them $15 an hour, man. Shut the hell up. Is and I try to fill on a couple of booties. Booty. Your corporate number I can call or something? Because you guys have thieves nope. working here. You, phone number here. you have thieves working here. Thieves. Uh, All right, so apparently this woman has been doxxed. This woman has been fired from her job. Apparently, these are all alleged. I've only watched a couple of videos on this one, but allegedly this woman has been fired. Now, I'm not, you know, they they tracked her down. <laughs> they tracked her down to straggle struggle. 
and she's been fired from her job. So let's go ahead and give her a round of applause. She deserves she deserves a little bit of retribution. Now she's got to figure it out. Now, I did see her on Seeking Arrangements the other day. What's going on here? The sun's in my head. I see this. I did see her on Seeking Arrangements. Now she's got to go to Golden Corral. Now she's charging you guys $400 to get a piece of that. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pen number and boom, money just comes right out. Now, one thing here about the guy, he, he seems to be something I think maybe he was recovering from drug addict or something like that. He was getting his life together. This was his only income. Many men do not challenge women like this in public because there's fear that the woman's going to all of a sudden start crying and play the victim. But I really want to tell that man, congratulations to him for challenging women openly in public. Uh, because not a lot of guys do this. Not a lot of you coward-ass men do this. You guys let them get away with it. Oh, it's only $10. Oh, I only lost my job. Oh, all my kids are, only my kids are gone. You guys let women get away with absolute murder. And the minute you start calling it out, what's wrong with you, right? And you're hit bitter and hurt. So I will give it to him uh, for actually following through and calling it out. All right, let me see what's going on on Cash App so I'm not too far behind. And then we'll get into the main event. All right. Shout out to who else is in here. Dorian says, give me the new, 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 new world order. Indeed, man. We in it. We in it. Mr. A is in the building. A. A. Ron is here. Shout out to A. A. Ron. He says 30 hitting J-Lo's in junior colleges in the Dominican Republic every day. Shout out to Puerto Plata. Dominican Republic out there. All right. South Sua. Caviette. Shout out to everybody over there, over in the Dominican. All right, hitting them 30, hitting them J-Lo's and them junior college girls out there, the mamacitas, senoritas. Be careful out there, though. But it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. He says, that's why I pay for it. Always strap with these 304s. Yes, always wear the strap. If you if you don't, you rolling the dice. And he says, why don't you move out of the U.S.? You too smart, bro. It, it's coming. It's coming. Especially with what's going to happen here in the next a year or so, I do see myself broadcasting probably, you know what I'm going to be, Aaron or A.A. Rod, A.A. Ron, you know what I'm going to be? I'm going to be the Ted DiBiase of this. I'm going to be the Ted DiBiase. Shout out, shout out to Putakana. I forgot. Did I forget them? I'm going to be the Ted DiBiase. Anybody remember Ted DiBiase in the World Wrestling Federation? I'm going to be making his spring re residence in South Sua, Dominican Republic. I'm going to be broadcasting, making his summer residence, making his winter residence, making his fall residence. I'm going to I'm going to have I'm going to be like I'm going to be spring. I'm going to be spring over here over in Thailand. I'm going to be summer over here. I'm going to be fall over here. I'm going to be I'm going to just be. That's what that's what I want to do. A real free agent lifestyle. And I'm going to I'm going to uh, have that going. You guys, man, you guys don't really know what's about to happen. All right, it's going to be great. Somebody said, who's Ted DiBiase? The million-dollar man making his fall residence. That's going to be me. All right. So I'm going to have my bunker over here. I'm going to be over here, over here, over here. Just a. It's crazy. It's going to be a mess. Booty pox is going to be possible. I'm going to let y'all know. <laughs> it's going to be. By that point. Regular normies will have booty pox. What is it called again? Is it they gotta change that name? Monkey pox? What is it called? Booty pox? It's gotta be a mess. It's a little messy. 
But I think I'm going to be an international lover. Yeah. Shout out to Prince. And man, American women, man, are overrated. Y'all, y'all be acting like American women are all that. Soon as you travel international, you like, what was I doing? Hey, guys, everybody, shout out to the, what is it called? The passport bros. Shout out to the bas- passport bros. All right. I know I diss everybody, but um, he says, am I going to have a Virgil? I'm going to have a Virgil. Hey, um, yeah, it's going to be heat. Um, once you shout out to the passport bros, because they're trying to tell you. You American women make up a small percentage of women worldwide. Okay, they make up a very small percentage. Just look at our population against the rest of the world. Um, they make up a small percentage of women. So we sometimes, and then when you start boiling down where your location is, you've got a small subset of women that you're dealing with. Small. And then, of course, when you have the entitlement, you have the monetization of them, it's happening worldwide. But you're really restricting. You're really restricting what you what you have going on with with these women and you get frustrated. And it is not until not until you get your passport. When you get, see somebody, people say he says people are scared to move. I've moved. Guys, what state is this? This is the seventh state I've lived in in my entire life. I know I'm an old ass man. This is the seventh state. I, when I'm tired of a place, I get the hell up and move. I'll be like, no, nah, I'm tired of this bullshit. Let me name the states. I lived in Louisiana, New York, Wisconsin, um, Utah, New Mexico, California. And then I lived in Northern California and then Nevada. If I'm not missing one. Did I say New Mexico? This is my seventh state. I get the hell out of there. I, I I go where I'm welcome. I go where I'm treated well. I go where there's opportunities. And a lot of you guys are really scared to move, right? You're scared to move around. And I've lived in every... A lot of cities within cities. Uh, Seattle is where I've had parents live in Seattle. So um, my parents lived in Seattle at one particular point. They don't live there now. But I ended up going, I, you know, it's kind of a home away from home. So when I'm, what that means is, and then once you start traveling in different, there's people different everywhere. And then when you travel internationally, you're like, what am I doing? What am I doing here in America struggling? with these people who are entitled to a $150 date. I'm like, you know what you can get for $150 in another country? <laughs> you can get right to business. You can get right to the business, man. Get the hell, man, pack your bags. Men are meant to be globetrotters. We're meant to be people that move to better situations. All right, but you're scared to move. Uh, what, what, one more thing. Somebody is asking me what state that I like. How do I like other these places? I, um, all of the places, listen, California is the best place ever other than the politics. Politics ruin California and the amount of people that come to California who are mouth breathers, NPCs and knuckle draggers. Like you come there with no hustle. You're not going to survive. Um, every, everywhere other than LA and in, in San Diego is in Orange County is uninhabitable. Okay. So you got a lot of crappy places in California. So, you got, you know, Stockton and Modesto and Barstow and Bakersfield and <laughs> some parts of Fresno. You know, like there's there's really trashy places in California. All right. Other than those major hubs, San Francisco is almost uninhabitable. I lived in San Jose, Northern California for a little bit. So with that being said, those places are nice, but the income, the, the, 
everybody's coming there. So the demand is high and then the the rents or the mortgages are high. And it ruins the lifestyle because you're so busy like this. You're like working. But lazy bums come to California. Lazy ass bums come to California and sit there and they panhandle and they don't got no hustle. Do not move to L.A. or Orange County or San Diego or San Francisco and you ain't got no hustle. I cannot stand these mouth breathers. They move there. It's so hard to live here. I have to live with four roommates. Well, get on your hustle. You got to be a hustler to live in Southern California. And there's too many people just sitting on their ass in Southern California, hogging up space, stealing oxygen. <laughs> and it pisses me off because family members be like, I think I'm going to move there. And I'm like, do not come here because you're going to end up asking me to move in. Oh, I'm going to have to move in. I'm tough. Get- because if you're not going to hustle, you're going to end up bugging me about moving in. Do not come to Southern California. If you ain't got no hustle, no ambition, stay your ass back in Tupelo, Mississippi. Do not come here (laughs) or there. You got to be a grinder, not grinder. Pause. Speaking of grinder, let's get to LeBron James here. (laughs) What happened to the honest 304s? What happened to the days where you can get a woman, give her a fistful of 20s, and she stay quiet? That's what an honest 304 used to be. Because what you were paying for is not access to the woman. You're paying for discretion. You're paying for the secret. You're paying for the ability to disconnect from the relationship. This is what people don't understand why people choose to pay. Some people choose to pay because they're desperate. But somebody just knows he feels like a nut. He doesn't want a date. He doesn't want a conversation. He doesn't want to be seen in public with the person. He just wants to get right down to the business. And the best way to do this is to pay the exit fee, to pay the severance package. And so thus, when I pay this severance package, you're supposed to be quiet. You're not supposed to reveal that I paid you a severance package. You're not even supposed to reveal that we know each other. And hence, the same thing for me. I'm not supposed to point out the fact that I was with you intimately and I paid you a severance fee. There used to be people that knew this, and there would be people, even Heidi, Heidi Fleiss. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Ho. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Fleiss. Remember when she got busted? Some of you young heads don't know who I'm talking about. Well, when when a, when a madam gets busted, she has a black book of clients. And then she will say, hey, I got a new redhead here, coach. Do you want to come see her and you want to play with her? Do you want to go to the Playboy Mansion? Do you want to jump on a trampoline with the new redhead that I got? She fresh out the box. She just graduated from high school six months ago. And she's here. She's new. She's brand new and she's in demand. Do you want to come? And they had a book. And they had a book. And that book was held close to them. Even when they got arrested, these people knew. They cannot turn state's evidence. They cannot hand over that book because that would actually put all of the clients, the politicians, the basketball stars, the the actors and the news anchors and so forth and so on. They would put them in jeopardy. And then thus, they could not go back to business as usual. So they actually held the secret. None of these people that I know visit. Nobody goes to Epstein Island. We would never tell who would be cavorting with these type of people. Now, this is not so. See, there was a time that a working honest 304 would actually keep a secret of a major politician, a major actor, a major basketball player. She would never tell. But they don't even have to be with the major person anymore. They could use the person's name to get clout. See, 
clout and attention is the currency that these people operate by now. Not even the money. I got money. Not even the money is enough. The attention, the clout is what they're chasing. Let me give you a couple of examples. Let me give you a couple of examples. Now they're telling on you. Instagram model mysteriously says she could leak DMs from LeBron James. She says, quote, y'all losing y'all minds over a story. Imagine if I hit you with the DMs. Now, let me tell you something. These women get beat down like crazy in the DMs by all sorts of men. And I know this to be true because I know some of these fake looking Kardashian uh, uh, people are getting hit up. And I know it. I, I've seen it with my own eyes by high level men. And this person, she looked like a, a, a wannabe Kardashian. She's got the damn racially ambiguous look. You can't really tell who and what the hell she is and where she's from. All right, but they all got the same hair kit, the same hair bundle, the same tan, the same boobs, the same BBL. All right, I'm not really attracted to these women. I mean, her face is cute, but I, you know, the same lips, the same nose job. I live in Southern California too much. I'm not attracted to these people. All right, not to say that if she wasn't laying down in my bed right now, I wouldn't go partake. But what I'm saying is, I don't give these people much attention. All right, um, it, not even on Instagram. All right, I don't follow any of these skeezers. And so thus, I'm not, I don't like their pictures. I don't comment. I don't even follow skeezers like this. All right. But with that being said, I'm not being judgmental. Let's read the story here. It says LeBron, and I'm not mentioning her name. So you can't tell me I went over there and, um, and, and, and sent her over there to bully. I don't know her name and I don't care to know her name. It says right here, LeBron James recently got caught in a bit of an off season drama when an Instagram model, Instagram model shared screenshots of James uh, having viewed her story. Um, as you guys know, if you post an Instagram story, you can. I don't know why you would be paying attention to that detail. I don't pay attention to that detail as to who looked at my story. But people don't have nothing else going on, so they pay attention to shit like that when you're Mickey Mouse brain. All right, but LeBron James looking at her story is very significant because that means this married man, this portrait of a perfect father in a perfect relationship with Savannah, is now looking at this person on his off time when he should be um when he, he should be holding BLM accountable when he should actually be trying to win some championships that count not that bubble championship he's actually looking at this woman and what is he looking at this woman for is it a crime to look at this woman no not a crime not a crime it's interesting but it tells me that this woman's a working girl and he might have been wanting to try to slide in them DMs to ask how much and I'm pretty sure he did I'm just going to say, I believe that he did slide in them DMs. Um, it actually has been confirmed that he did have a, another girl actually reported on this that um, he had in the stands that he walked by, or maybe I'll pull it up if we have time. And it says right here, normally this story could cause a bit of a scandal. Star athletes trying to make something happen with models is an old tale as, uh, tale as old as time. However, NBA fans leapt or leaped or leapt to James's defense likely because the re respect most people have for its longtime relationship with Savannah. So they are caping for LeBron James on this one. And I would say, um, rightly so, I don't think LeBron James in this situation, I'm really disappointed in the model. I'm disappointed in the model. I'm going to take LeBron James' side on this slightly, although he's, I'm not a big fan of him. If they were conducting business, they were conducting business, and it should have been kept mouth shut. These 304s are running around here, and they're not honest. 
I'm with you for a reason. It is discretion. That's why you were getting attention and to be paid. And, you know, LeBron James probably has had women all over the world in these deals uh, able to get done. But for her to do this for clout and attention is despicable. Despicable. But let's go ahead and, you know, LeBron James does need a Negro wake-up call. You do need that asterisk, brother. You do need that Negro wake-up call and that asterisk. We all get one. At some particular point, I'll get one, but I actually probably already got one. Hey, all you ninjas, we'll get that wake-up call. You don't realize that you just a ninja at the end of the day. And you will get a asterisk. And this probably, you know, somebody says need a non-disclosure. Well, you can't non-disclosure when you're negotiating, right? So he's in the middle of probably negotiating fees with her and negotiating what the rules are of engagement. I think it's foolish of him to use the DM services at his level. He's a billionaire. Guys, there's women all over the world. He could probably have found her pimp. And this is the problem. Here, here's another problem with this. This is another problem. There used to be days where these women had someone that you could talk to, a intermediary, if you will, a PIMP, if you will, a madam, if you will. There was always a madam to conduct business. But what these women are doing is being renegades. All right. And so renegades work without the protection and the comfort of a madam or a PIMP, right? And so then these people are doing this recklessly, and there's nobody to punish them for acting out of sorts as this, as to reveal these relationships. Because let's just be honest, these relationships are old as time. There, there was discretion. This is why men did this. There was discretion. This is why women did this type of work. You didn't want to be out here announcing yourself as a renegade. You wanted to be an honest woman or you wanted to be an honest 304. There was no in-between. But now we live in gray area territory. There was a code in the participating in this life. But the fact that these renegades grow up and they never have a good madam or a good PIMP, if you will, or a good instructor, they're running around here acting in self-destruction, revealing what happens. And only they're getting clout and attention and potentially a payoff. LeBron James is going to have to pay this woman off to shut her mouth. And so this woman will get a bag. All right. This woman will get a bag and a nice Gotta one. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and she will go away and wither away. And she possibly might, as Paul George, she possibly might end up saying that something happened. Maybe I got impregnated. You can't even pay these women off. You offer them a million dollars to terminate a pregnancy, and she calculates and says, this baby's worth $18 million in child support. It's crazy. So I think, you know, a lot of people don't understand how the work, how this culture works. LeBron James is a man that will never be monogamous, in my opinion. It would be, I would be floored if he was monogamous. But with this being said, she's acting out of order here. She's acting out of order. Do I want to see LeBron James hurt in this way? No, because as a man, I think she's violating. Do I want to see LeBron James not potentially rewarded in some other ways? Yes, I do want to see LeBron James actually have to face the, the music on a couple of issues, but not like this. I will I will go to LeBron James's defense on this one because this woman's acting out of order. Absolutely acting out of order. And let me tell you, man, this is nothing new. Uh, look at this woman right here. Her name is Sawidi. Her name is Sawidi. I mean, what is a Sawidi? Fans believe Sawidi's confirmed her fans believe Sawidi confirmed her rumored 100k shopping spree with little baby again again 
Uh, the renegade culture is out of control. So when you're dealing with seeking, these are renegades. These are women that are acting on their own and negotiating, trying to sell a piece of peace leave when before they used to actually have people intermediaries to control this and actually to teach them and school them on what the game is. Because this is game and this is the game. So shout out to the, the real PIEs in here. But here it is right here. Why is she revealing this particular piece of information? And why is the baby or little baby wearing that outfit? <laughs> and why would he spend 100K on Saweetie? And so here, here you guys go. I know one of the arguments here about tricking is basically an argument of, you know, why would he do that? I, I agree. I think this is out of bounds for little baby. But little baby thinks this is the only way to get in there or or he has the money, you know what I mean, which does make it difficult for men who have zero money to actually compete out here. I'm going to tell you, man, you'll be absolutely floored at the at the quality of women that are selling themselves that are celibate right now. You'll be you shouldn't be amazed because our economy is in the crap crapper. But there are women that are looking like. That are literally opening their mouths going. 400, 500, 600, 1,000. And you're sitting there like, who's paying this? <laughs> like, who could possibly be paying this? But somebody's paying it. And uh, somebody of a higher status is paying it. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Little Baby, not the Baby. And so, uh, where we got here? Saweetie cleared up past rumors while simultaneously de delivering an awe-inspiring performance, who cares about all that? It says right here, she she says right here. What does she say? Rumors? No, no, no. According to new, wait, hot new hip-hop. That exactly, wait, that's exactly what many people's takeaway was. As Saweetie appeared to reference an alleged shopping spree, Little Baby supposedly treated her to last year while performing a new track called Don't Say Nothing. Of course, don't say nothing. Rumors. Oh, here's a picture. Rumors that Lil Baby dropped nearly 100K on the Icy Girl rapper began circulating in November in 2021 when Hollywood Unlocked reported that the pair was spotted having a shopping spree in New York City. However, Lil Baby appeared to shut the rumor down, as well as seemingly accusing Saweetie of clout chasing as some of her social media uploads were used as evidence of the pair's outing. So there she is on his lap. I don't know if you can see all that. Um, this appears to be him. I don't know. I can't tell. DJ Academics posted it. And I guess he says, baby, not dating no one. I'm single. That's what little baby wrote on a tweet. He says, bitches are really be weird. <laughs> he says, if you want clout, use baby. Um, I don't can't tell what all of this ebonics, but there's some things here that she said in the record that would insinuate that, yes, in fact, he paid. And I can't read the lyrics, but he she's basically calling him a groupie. She's calling him a groupie. Let's see if I can listen to the music here. No, nah, I can't play it because it'll get a copyright. I can't play it. But let, going back to LeBron James, going back to LeBron James, shameless LeBron James accusation, accusation lands controversial IG model in hot water. And I think the public's doing the right thing here. They're turning to the model and say the alleged model. And they're going, what are you doing? You don't have any proof or you're coming down with a flimsy piece of proof. Here's her proof, just so you guys want to know. It says right here, 
She says, damn girl, now what if LeBron was checking out your story because he wanted to buy some clothes from you for his wife? I guess she's a clothing designer. If you act like he slid in your DMs asking to take you on vacation. Okay. And she says, P.S., out of all the comments, this is the one, LOL. Anytime, honey, he says, y'all losing my mind, your mind over stories. Imagine if I hit y'all with the DMs. So here's the woman again. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. These people are plasticky to me. I get it. They look very good on still photos, but very, very plasticky. Like, mm, their face doesn't move. All right. They all have the same nail, same hair. She can barely drink in that bottle. Hey, by the way, have you ever kissed the lips of a woman that has these lips? All right, these lips are horrible. To, look, she can't even feel the damn. Wait a minute. She Oh, she deleted her. <laughs> did she delete her page? Uh, I think she deleted her IG. I think she. Wait, no, she didn't. Oh, I'm not telling you where her IG is. I think she deleted it. No. Oh, hold up. Oh, did she delete it? Hold on for a second. Let me stop sharing for a minute. Let me let me stop share. I think she deleted her IG. Uh, no, it's still there. Damn, I got just as many followers as this draggle daggle. I'll show you some photos of her. All right, but again, I think LeBron James should be, he's going to have to pay her off. So this is going to be her right here. Living the fabulous life. Y'all still fall for this? No? Y'all still fall for this? This, this to me, is like a cartoon character. She looked like a clown to me. Again, like I said, if she was laying in my bed for free, or I was just feeling extra uh, player, and she was up in my room with a bottle of Ace of Spades and, and, and Crystal, I'll pour it all over her. Like it's a music video, and I'll record her and all that stuff. And I'll put, yeah, I would, I would do all that. I would not treat her like a lady at all. I would degrade the hell out of her. I mean, <laughs> I would, I would treat her like th this is going to be a trip to do, do, Dubai. That's what I would do. Cause I know she's going to lay there like a, a dead fish. You know what I mean? That's what I would do to her. I mean, that's what, but that's what she is. That's what she is. And people need to understand and distinguish what it is. See what we live in our culture is we gray area everything. Y'all don't realize these 304s are literally professionals. They're literally professionals, but you look at them, oh, that's just a young girl on Instagram. No, it ain't. That's a pro. <laughs> it's simply a pro, and she's making mixing in with the rest of the world. Let me show you this piece of proof that she offered here. These are professionals. They're part-time strippers, part-time hooks. This is her proof that LeBron somehow was liking her this chick this instagram chick said lebron was creeping on her instagram how is it creeping somebody explain why lebron is a creep for looking at her at her instagram and so here it is right here i guess her story uh she posted an instagram story and there's lebron who looked at it oh my god oh y'all saying that's photoshop <laughs> they she photoshopped his name I don't know about that. And what she said was every day, a new rapper athlete creeping. Good morning to y'all. Still a no for me. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. 
She said, still a no for me. So here she is sitting here going, she's sitting here going, um, what is it right here? She's sitting here going every day, and she uses right at LeBron's. Man, I tell you, man, the days of old are gone. This girl, she got one. I can't, I'm going to show you her name. Please do not go over to her place right here. This girl got 105K followers. She's a nobody. She's a, and she, and she's sitting here trying to throw shade on LeBron. Dude, the, hey, man. Oh, by the way. If you think you're having problem with women in America, look at LeBron. LeBron James. LeBron, guys, LeBron James having problems with these straggles. How where are you guys going, man? Where are we going? Do get my passport. This girl's international, by the way, because she looks like she has a um, she looks Middle Eastern. Her father must be proud. <laughs> Her father must be proud. The narcissism is off the charts. It's a rap ski, man. I'm telling you, man. And shout out to the good girls out here because you guys are trying to make it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you about yourselves in a minute. Let me get in here. This girl has done things, some disgusting things, and she's out here trying to throw shade on a billionaire. And, oh, one more thing. I'm going to say this, and I have to say this. For black men, I have to talk to my melanated brothers for a second. This behavior that she's putting on LeBron James is indicative of the community women's behavior. They don't respect black men. And I don't know if black men don't have respect for themselves, but the world does not the world. Women in America do not respect black men. Now we have the opportunity to go date inter interracially. But imagine a billionaire, a guy of a billionaire status that was not a black man. Would she have treated that billionaire, like she's treating LeBron. Now, we know Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. Okay. But she just put the richest, one of the richest athletes in the world, one of the richest people in the world, on the level of a rapper and a fucking athlete. LeBron's not an athlete. He's a, he's a damn, he's a, one of the most recognizable people in the world. And she put him on the level of a silly rapper. That's the level of, 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 that is the level of treatment that black men get in America. And not just black women are doing this. So you guys can put this to bed that black women are only ones doing this. They actually started it. They created it. But now the rest of the world treats the black man like this. And this is one of the richest black men in the world. And he's being treated like common trash, dusty. Do you see what I'm saying? Somebody said it's the same in England. I, I, I really cringe at how. But with that being said, some of you black men, <laughs> you, you when you simp, you kind of deserve it. When you get caught out here simping, you kind of deserve it because the level of simping that goes out here and the level of men that don't understand you got to pay for play, like LeBron James should. I don't know if he's offering her, but LeBron James kind of got caught in that situation. He should not have been looking at straggles. He should have had another account. But again, I, I, I had to bring that up. The way black men are treated in this country, 
by women of all races is despicable. And even white liberal women, all you are are her is, is her pet. So don't tell me, well, I got a white woman that treats me. All you are is her pet at any particular point. I have a great clip to show you on this one day. At any particular point, she will show you who's in power. Do not act stupid. She will show you in a jiffy who's in power. And some of these black, uh, what do you call them, uh, PUAs and dating coaches that got white girls because they never can run game on black girls. So the, all their game they run is on white girls. They never, they never have proof of making it work on sisters. All right. It's always on white girls and Latinas. All right. And so that's all they got. And then all of a sudden they get the police called on them one time and they go all your game. And it's always pogs and out of shape chicks and chicks you will never see on camera. <laughs> right. I got game. I'm gonna show you how to do this. Yeah. Let me let me see her. And then let me see you go to the sisters and do it. You ain't gonna do it. <laughs> so anyway. It's the most recognizable athlete in the world, and she threw him under the bus like he was mincemeat. So it's despicable. I think I actually will say on this one, not very often do I come to the rescue of LeBron James, but in this situation. Now, unless she releases the DMs, if she releases the DMs and LeBron in there simping, then we're going to have to call out LeBron's ass. All right. So, yeah, LeBron actually put himself on that level. Think about that. Somebody just said that. LeBron actually put himself on this level by actually, because he knows, he should know, that if he clicks on a story, he's going to be revealed. So if he's not using a burner account, a fake account, and he did that, he actually deserves what he's got. So I will say that. I will agree with that. All right, let me get to these contributions up in the building, in the building. Who we got up in here? Who we got up in here? Up in here? Up in here. Y'all going to make me lose my mind. All right, we got to get here. It's going to be a good weekend for this for the coach. It's going to be a very good weekend. I'm not saying something's going to happen. What do we got? Pac-Man. Pac-Man is in the building over on PayPilzy. He says, Pac-Man here, 30 minutes late, parking, looking crazy in the CGA parking lot. <laughs> he says, coach just went to Miami and relaxed on my friend's boat. Let's just say I bring up the junior college. I get looked at. Um, like a terrible thinking individual. Wow, wait, 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 wait. And he says, let's just say $600 in with entertainment for four 22-year-old baddies and they just talking and I had to dip on their ass and pay for some college textbooks. So, oh, he says, I got, he says, I got a coach. I get like five hall passes a year, so can't waste them. Okay. So it sounds like you were on the friend's boat and they were wasting time. And he's like, no, I got to go handle the business. Shout out to the younger ladies of the world. All right. Um, in the building, you're serving a great purpose. You're doing it. Is this VMAD in the building? VMAD says, oh, no, it's Vin Fledge. Thank you for all of your work. Coach, appreciate you for being here. Thank you for the contributions. Thank you, man, for supporting the day show. It really goes a long way for sure. Who is in the building? Ricky says, what's up, coach? XX is in the United States. Have it good. In some countries, you'd get deleted exposing bedroom business with rich men, uh, well-known rich men for sure. You get deleted over that. So yeah, we they got definitely a lot of protection. That does, what happens is they get, they get great protection here. So they can do just about everything anything and nothing's going to happen to them many times they'll just get paid off and many people forget about it later on and they just go forth and so on yeah back in the day or in some other countries they come up missing 
their own family would disappear them. Their own family would disappear them for bringing dishonor upon their family name. We know this to be true. I'm not, I'm not supporting it. But what I'm saying is uh, the women here are getting a little bit more leeway than, than we're accustomed to. And what does she get from it? She's going to get paid. Deadly Edley says, I thought Peace Lee price crashed. He says, why these 304s charging so much? It's a red flag. It's a, it's a desperation signal. All right, so that's what you guys have to understand. If somebody does, if, if they're out of pocket and they running around here being a renegade and they say, I need X, Y, and Z, the reason why they're doing this is because they're desperate. There's not enough business. Again, when in this business, in this type of business, business that they selected to go into, right? Sometimes they go into it out of desperation. They're not a professional. They're amateur. And they'll go in and say, I can never do that and degrade myself for that price. But they're doing it out of need. So they're like, I'm going to wait until I catch the big fish in the big whale. Ma'am, all you're going to do, 250 next, 250 next. But because they're doing it, not because they want to do it, they're doing it out of desperation because of the economy. They're like a thousand. And you're like, what? <laughs> they just don't know. They're dumb. They're dumb. And then they wait and wait and wait. Nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna, they wait and wait and wait. And at some particular point, desperation is really going to kick in and they'll start having to do desperate things for very little. It's a crazy world. But this is what happens when people who really don't do this actually dip their toe into it because they're bringing in their qualities that they would use dating wise. Like they'll do, they'll, they'll treat this like a date and then they'll expect all of these things to happen. And then they're like, well, I really don't want to sleep. And I would, I would do it for the, but can you give me an extra two fifty out of the kindness of your heart? These people are lunatics. And at some particular point, they'll go back to being broke. Ask any PIMP. He will tell these people that they're doing, they're not operating their business properly. <laughs> they're, they're sloppy with their business. They're sloppy with their business. So it's crazy. But they're doing it because they're like, I'm not going to have a, I'm not going to have a madam. I'm not going to have a PMP. I'm not going to make anybody. I'm going to keep all the money for myself. Well, when they do this, they're going to keep the money for themselves, but they're not going to make as much money. So what's, what's, what's zero times zero? <laughs> what's zero times zero? Zero. All right. I knew this as a fitness trainer. I couldn't keep my rates up super high because I'm going to be broke. So I had to start off low, 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 low until I work my way up and build up a clientele. These am amateur renegades jumping out here. Well, mine's a special. So $1,500. You're like, nobody getting that. <laughs> nobody getting that. Especially you. Especially you. And you ain't getting you. it. You ain't getting that money. You looking like a busted pillary biscuit can. Let me just get a couple strokes in and give you 25 bucks. But this is the world we're living in, guys. But look, they'll suffer. Again, let me show you this picture. People are like, what are you talking about? It's a culture. This is what they're going to end up doing. This is their future right here. My friends overcharged me, says that Ted DiBiase, that Ted DiBiase reference made my soul smile. Shout out to you. He says here, my pawpaw always told me about the old school wrestlers. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you for that one. And by the way, no government name, the traveling nurse, did give us a co-sponsorship. I don't know if I acknowledge that. But yeah, man, the old wrestling is where it is. Although when I watch it now, it's super duper slow. But the new wrestling is too fast. 
we need a medium ground here. Mr. Clinton is in the building. He says, keep up the good work, coach. Latest shows have been great. And I attribute it to my headspace. I attribute it to my new space. All right. Um, this is a lesson for you men. Is that, um, you know, I always tell you to move out of your house. You know, you got to make the hustle. This was a big risk for me taking the move. I'm actually now causing all kind of confusion with the courts. This is a big deal. All right. Making this move. And it costs a lot of money to make the move to do it the right way. Right. So this was a big risk for me to do. Like I put a lot on the line to do this move, but I knew I this move needed to happen so I can now get the headspace and have the studio space and have the privacy. Shout out to United King, have the ability to now expand the brand and focus on it and make better shows. Right now I can focus and do the better shows. I'm not trying to figure out like, oh, shit, I got to make Newport beat rent. I got to pay all of this and pick up kids and all of this. So. You got to make space for yourself. You got to get away from all your bullshit. Now I don't have the bullshit. I'm not in the mix with all the BS and the, the baby mama stuff. All of it now is legal. I never have to see her again, right? Now I can just focus on this stuff. And once I put that part behind me, I can really, really focus. I can focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. So now I can really put all the stuff that I need to put into the show. I can get a better look. It can look better. I don't have more. I don't have the distractions that I was having in the last two to three years. It's cheaper to live here. Now I can now I don't have the stress of that. I have the stress of dealing with YouTube. All right. But and that just recently happened, which actually put a damper on my move plans. I was planning to move and I was getting AdSense and all that stuff. Now, all of a sudden, that's gone. And I'm like, oh, shit, now I'm really on the limb. And I can do my other hustles and investments and have my son here when he's here. Man, I'm telling you, man, you got to start making moves, man. You got to get away from your get away from your family, son. Get away from your family. They're dragging you down. They're giving you nothing. And I don't know why you use them as a support system only because you are scared. I need my family. No, you don't. You can get with your family. I can go see my family anytime I want. Fly in, charter flights. Fly up in there, leave when I want, rent my car. I'll see you when I see you. When What time to barbecue? I'll see you when I go to the concert. So um, it's crazy, man. You guys got to get out of that headspace. You guys got to create space for yourself. And sometime, somebody said, Charleston White, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> what, what did he do? Is he in the show? You got to leave stuff behind. You got to put stuff behind you and let these people deal with it, deal with the aftermath, deal with it, because these people are stuck in life. These people are stuck and these people are making you their they're making you their burden or they're burdening you with their bullshit problems. All right. And they're not allowing you to grow. They're not allowing you to grow. I mean, I always told my members how much this move cost me. I'll tell you what it I actually I can't tell you because investigators are watching me. I can't tell you what this move cost me. And if you think about what it cost me, even on the peripheral periphery, easily, like what it's going to cost me in court fees, what it's going to cost me to travel back and forth, what it's going to cost me to get my son back and forth here, what it's going to cost me to get my rotation from LA back in here while I get my Las Vegas rotation going. Big numbers. What it cost me in terms of stressing and not lack of stress, what it cost me in future opportunities, man. But it cost me in saving in income tax. Dude, this move, this move was a six-figure move. This move was a six-figure move 
plus minus, plus minus. And then even into the futures, this move had to happen. This move had to happen. <laughs> anyway, you got to put yourself first. Even when you have kids and all that shit, people are like, but what about this? And what about that, man? Screw all that. You know what I mean? Everybody will catch up. But if you slowing down so people can keep up with you, do not slow down so people can keep up with you. If you're that type of dude, somebody said six figures, six figures in future earnings, six figures in cost back, negative cost, six. Um, I mean, you think about what it could cost you over time. And then if I stay here for two or three years and I have the headspace, I have the creativity, I get, this is big. Peace of mind, quality of life. Come on, man. Tax savings. People don't really realize how big these things are. And I'm trying to show you and demonstrate. Trying to show you and demonstrate what's going on here. But I was going to make another point. Uh, but, oh, if people, if you have to slow down so people can catch up to you, you need to leave these people. If you have to slow down so people can catch up to you, you got the wrong people around you. And that includes family, girlfriends, wives, ex-wives, kids, mama, daddy. That includes everybody. And I'm, I think I have momentum. I think I have skill. I think I have creativity. And I'm gambling on myself. I'm risking. I'm investing in myself. And I think there's not too many people like me, even family members. And so if my family can't keep up, too bad. The train is leaving the station after I, I will all I tell all of my family members that. The train's leaving the station. You're either on it or you're off. If you choose to be off, I don't slow this train down for anyone to catch up. Anyone. Anyone. That means anyone. I don't care. Well, well, what about and what about what about nothing? You either on the train or you off. <laughs> Period. And I have this is my life. This is my life. Nobody gets to dictate what it is. Nobody gets to dictate what I do. Nobody gets to shame me and say, well, you need to do that. I don't need to do damn. And not only that, I owe nobody nothing. Okay. Anything I give you is extra. What I give you, I probably gave you an abundance and you might've taken it for granted. And now you're going to feel my absence. If you take for granted when you're, when I'm in your presence, I'm going to make you feel my absence. These are all things that people need to have. And maybe we'll make a clip of this clip. Because people really need to hear this information. Because not a lot of you have ice cold veins like this. I have to push forward. I have to make what I have to make out of my life. And I'm not going to let family. I'm not going to let friends. I'm going to like business. I'm not going to let anybody stop me. I'm not going to let anybody stop me. I ain't got to live my life. All right. I got to live my life. And so people, if you're a normie, you will live your life by what others want you to live, okay? You will live your life by how others want you to live. But me, not I. Not I. I got to press forward. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Let me get all the contributors here. Let me get all the contributors here. And sometimes I look back and I take for granted what I've accomplished in my life, all right? Uh, and then sometimes I got to stop and look and go, wow, you know what I mean? I've accomplished so much. I have so much. I don't have a need for much material wise. 
I'm I'm riding dirty. I've got, you know what I mean? I got I got six ways and modes of transportation right here in my area. In my garage, I got, you know, mad horsepower, six-figure vehicle that I have access to. You saw what I'm saying? And you sitting around here wondering what happened to me. No, what happened to you? You asking about me? You asking about my feelings? What about you? Look at you. You clicked on my face and you watching me live. You got to ask yourself that. If you have any hate or disdain for me, you probably can look back at my beginnings and see where I'm at. And you should be using that as a source of inspiration, not asking what happened to me. You should be looking at this and say, damn, this is possible, <laughs> right? But instead, you watching me in your drawers, wiping crust out of your eye, digging in your nose, and got booty pox, and you wondering what happened with your life while you trying to pursue a woman that's cheating on you, getting her cheeks clapped right now. <laughs> you in the cheap seats watching me, but you wondering what happened to me. No, what happened to you? What happened to you, sir? <laughs> All right. Anyway, watch out for booty pox. It's going around. <laughs> Somebody said, did I consider Miami? I'm not moving to the South. Hell no. I'm not moving back to the South. I lived in the South once, not moving back. Shout out to Wendell. He says, this is an epidemic of 304s lying on celebs. A slow one capped on um, Fresh and Fit last night. And she said she denied Drake. <laughs> oh, my God. She said Drake. So, guys, this is clout chasing. It's a sad time uh, to be. It's a sad time to be in relationships with men uh, for men because now clout chasing and attention is everything. God dang. I really have to uh, clear up on it on um, cash app. So a Ron says, oh, wait a minute. a Ron, that was funny. Okay. Brenner says cigar fun 304s don't get well women's exams no they don't they walking around here with that A's A.A. Ron says it's a cash app in Zoom the kids will be um I can't understand that and A.A. Ron also says I lived in Vegas during the pandemic cheap rent it's cheap as hell to live here for sure comparatively able returns to Eden what countries would you relocate to in monk mode Maybe I'll cover that next time. A.A. Ron dropping his wallet. He says, Koi LeRae all day Google her junior college dream. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Uh, Mr. Righteous One says, CGA, you seen the story of the guy that drove 700 miles to delete his ex-wife? Did he accomplish it? Pindar says, Coach, all these plastic women look like cousins. I agree. I agree. I'm like, they all look the same to me, but they all have the same plastic surgeon. Shout out to Mo L. He says, just wanted to say, I appreciate you, CGA Peace. A.A. Ron doubling up, tripling up. He says, simps with money ruined the market. Uh, it, it does. Yes, it does. And he says, uh, that's why I pay for it. Always strap up. Some of these are coming in intermixed. And he says, why don't you move out? Of okay, you already got that one. Tell them more about the passport free agent, bro. Passport is your portal to opening up to the realities of the world. If you can get there, sitting this one out. Yep, Chinese tennis star got pressed for snitching. I remember that. Remember that? Where's she at? What happened to her? Nobody even brought her up. They done forgot about that woman. 
Remember she snitched on the government and they was like, mm -mm, disappeared her ass. A.A. Ron, I believe you. I believe in you, bro. Keep pushing. My man, let's give you a sponsorship at this point. And he says, pain is cheaper than therapy. 100%. And then Dorian says, clip with Draymond was talking ish to Paul Pierce. All right. Um, I have to check that out. All right, man. We got to. Uh, A.A. Ron says, LeBron should have learned from Kobe to keep that mouth shut. All right. You got to not deal with these people straight up. You got can't deal with these people straight up when you got money. Just go ahead and pay. I keep telling you guys, man, I, it, look, it's better to go on and pay. All right. We got everybody. We out of here, brothers. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be back for Friday morning. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.